Hello, this is Gav, all by myself. Unfortunately, this week we don't have a brand new episode of Regular Features for you because what I think is we were going to record on Monday and it's Thursday now. But unfortunately, Steve was making a newspaper, so I think because of that we couldn't. So I'm yeah, I'm blaming Steve basically, and because of that, I thought, well, Steve's good, isn't he? So I put together some of my favourite Steve features, uh, starting with the very first one, which is a quiz that he did called Volcanoes or Pedophiles. Now, it's funny to listen to this back, because it happened years ago. I should have written down the date, but I haven't. And we recorded this in the offices of Future Publishing, so technically they probably own this, and all the money that we've made from Patreon since then. Uh, But I won't tell them if you won't. So now I believe it's time to move on to our... This is... Special feature. Uh, Well, it's not special, it's a regular feature. It's a regular feature from Steve Hogarty. Uh, it's called uh, "What Am I a Volcano or a Pedophile?" Nice. Oh, fantastic! Nice. Uh, I've got it because we were at Nando's, as uh, we've established, and I think we we started talking about the differences and similarities, similarities, similarities yeah, yeah. often between yeah. pedophiles and volcanoes. And it's sad that often there are more similarities than differences. Well, this is, I think, what we hit upon. Uh, I mean, you can't build a school within a no. hundred yards of a pedophile or a volcano. That's very true. There was a series on the BBC called Super Pedophile, in which uh, a pedophile... Pierce Brosnan is terrified of both pedophiles and volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they both can often lie dormant for years um, before causing spectacularly <laughs> onto your legs. <laughs> yes. Well, let me move on to... Riddle number one. And I will say that it's not a riddle, it's a, it's a question. Uh, it's not even a question, it's a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's, there's, a okay. Riddle question listen, quiz. If you listen to, listen to what I say, and there is a clue in every statement that might uh, educate you as to okay. what okay. the answer so might is be. It, is there a prize for the person who gets the most points? Is this, a, is this a, an action round? Or do we, we take it in turns? Buzz. Um... No, I think uh, you can you can just you can discuss among yourselves. Okay, uh, what so you it's sort of a team effort. Be. I think uh, the overall goal is just to educate people. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. On the difference differences and similarities uh, between volcanoes and yes. pedophiles. So people don't get them confused. Okay, let's let's get on with it. Let's just not sound like we're just saying pedophiles <laughs> again and again <laughs> for the sake of some kind of nineteen nineties edginess. So edgy. Oh, edgy! It's got. Vol- Pedos. I'd give oh, him. Pedo. <laughs> That's a Pokemon. <laughs> it probably should be. Anyway, to, sorry. To crypticize it, I'd given the volcanoes first names. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and human characteristics. <laughs> so, mostly pay attention to the surname, okay? Thank you. Uh, okay. So, what am I? A volcano or a pedophile? My name is Paul Masaya. I live in Nicaragua, though I often think about... But <laughs> I thought it would be more obvious than this, I don't know yet. <laughs> though I often think about spurting hot, spunky magma over... <laughs> Listen to the rest of it. Over thousands of young victims, I am sadly inactive. <laughs> but that doesn't excuse me being what I am. What am I, a volcano or a paedophile? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to follow the clue you laid with the word magma, because <laughs> you didn't. You didn't qualify magma with the phrase magma or spunk. <laughs> Some people might refer to ejaculates as as the spunky hot magma. So <laughs> don't, don't you do that sideways motion with your neck while you say that to me? <laughs> Jesus, you know. I mean, some sometimes these things happen. Um, I think I'd like to go with volcano as that well. That is a volcano. Yeah, hey. I, yeah. Oh god, I did say that. I got it right. Brilliant. Yeah, well done. That's, that's that's okay. Uh, my name is Ruku Pichincha. 
I've from... really looked up some volcanoes for this, haven't you? I was expecting, <laughs> and Peter Vars. My name is, my name is Jeff Krakatoa. <laughs> I, 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 I was expecting this to be a lot easier. <laughs> I have just erupted a spoon of ash into the air. But listen to how misleading okay. this one is. Okay, good. I'm from Ecuador. I'm active and discharged myself. <laughs> this is a new person, lads. <laughs> I am active and for parties. discharged myself near some children in public in October of 1999. Might be clue coming up. <laughs> it was the first time I'd done it since the year 1660. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm pretty sure that this one's a paedophile. That's actually a volcano. Oh, for fuck's sake, you didn't give me a chance to... Uh, that's fine, I'll go with it. We, we'll, I'll take I the did. hit on that one. Because I, I, I knew that was I a volcano because you really? don't live for 400 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you that's not definitive. Some of them are alive. <laughs> some of them are alive right now. Who knows when they're going to... Look at them. Okay. The third volcano repeat of Yeah. My name is Rafael Moreno. I'm also from Ecuador. I am active. I was convicted in jail really to get a passive for two <laughs> years for molesting children at the care home <laughs> where I was the superintendent. I think that maybe. Um, <laughs> they listen for the clue. Okay. <laughs> Should I repeat it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, have you finished? I, think, I was expecting. <laughs> I thought maybe there'd be some more. Um, I think I think I'll leave that one up to you, Log. Not... Can I ask you to repeat the last sentence again? I was convicted and jailed for two years for molesting children at the care home where I was the superintendent. He's a paedophile. That... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Thank you. He's a paedophile. <laughs> This is I'm I'm good at this. I don't I might not, I might not agree with the concept of the fact. But I it's, it's good, are, it's good to good find it. something that I'm good at. You picked up on the clue that uh volcanoes can't be superintendents. And they go yeah. and they're not subject to criminal law. <laughs> that's, that's no, true. no, no, you have to yeah. But maybe they should They find be. it difficult to climb the intendant <laughs> career ladder. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. You're doing really well so far. Uh no, so no you're not. It's well, no, Log's doing well. I don't think it's fair that um, two out of three, yes. that you accepted mine. I think I maybe was misguided at one point. Okay. Yeah, My name is James Jimborazzo. My peak is generally regarded as the bit of the earth that is the farthest from the centre of the earth at a distance of 6,384.4 kilometres. This is that burrowing paedophile, isn't it? <laughs> Pops his head up. Hello! <laughs> farthest. Farthest from the centre of the earth. Oh, farthest. Oh, farthest. Yeah. Oh, and this is the one that the, the oh, airplane. I'm sorry. This is not hovering Peter Farthest. <laughs> <laughs> I've read about him in the Daily Mail. <laughs> okay, I, I think you guessed. You've guessed the trick question. <laughs> it is a paedophile with the name of a volcano. Sitting on top of the volcano. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. I see. Yeah, I no, see. I, well, there you go. That's that's, that's one, clever. That's that good, is clever. That's a good segment. I'll be looking forward to playing that every week from yeah, now on until week. the end of time. That's called "What Am I a Volcano or a Beautiful?" That's yeah, fantastic. So, thank you, you, you both for playing. You originally pitched that to BBC Three, didn't you? As a daytime quiz. Yes, uh, and they took it, tweaked it slightly, and it's now called Eight Out of Ten Cats." Oh, right. With. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Carr. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Carr. That's a regular section. <laughs> Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Jimmy Carr in two octaves. That was good, wasn't it? So you noticed there wasn't any mention of Steve's trademark catchphrase, but I did find it in this next feature, which I also really like. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve's written his own Skyfall script because... He can't wait for Skyfall to come out. Skyfall! <laughs> you guys know I'm the biggest James fan, James Bond fan. James yeah. Bins fan. James Bins. Yeah, we know you're the biggest Ooh. James Bins fan. Fucking hell. Get your James Bond there. fan in the world. I've got my James Bond uh, pen. Yep. What do you, what do you write with that pen? Enigmas. <laughs> <laughs> 
solvable enigmas. Quantum solaces all quantum the time. Solaces, yeah. That was I had a quantum of solace, and that was enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, Skyfall is the new James Bond uh, film that's coming out, um, and I can't wait for it to come out. So I decided to uh, imagine up. The, the intro. My favourite bits of all the James Bond films are the intros. The bits before, before the, the, theme, the theme music starts. Yeah. Ten minutes long intros. Yeah. Ooh. No, yeah. that's when the theme music is. No. Not before. There's a, James Bond films are famous for having long bits before the theme tune. Oh, really? Yeah. Fucking hell, Gav. I don't, I don't, I've only seen the Daniel Craig ones. I don't that's, watch That's Gav films. Murphy, yeah. who makes films. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> doesn't notice Film what happens in them. Gav Murphy. <laughs> so you get the line going... Rawr. It's wow. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it just cuts straight to in Skyfall. This is what I imagine. So you get the lion going. Okay, Rawr. he does his little roar thing, and then fade to James Bond riding on the top of a train, while the black woman from the trailer fires a gun at him from a hill that's nearby. That happens. That happens in the film, or that just happens. That on happens, right happens, in, the that happens yeah. in the trailer. Okay, fair so enough. So I've sort of shut up that. <laughs> I know MI6 were sending me on a training day, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> You'll say that. And you look at the camera and wink at the same time. And <laughs> uh, suddenly, James Bond's arch nemesis, Le Chief, appears from a hole on top of the train. Uh, and he's been crying blood. <laughs> but he's tried to hide it, but he's just smeared it down his cheek. Oh. And uh, James Bond can see there's still a bit on his sleeve. So he knows he's been having a bit of a cry. Um, and his face is all smeared with blood as well. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> he cries blood. Does he? Yeah, that's what Le Chief does. does well, that, I don't know anything about this Skyfall. Who's Le Chief? He's one of the James Bond baddies. Is he already a one? Yeah. He's been in other films? Yeah. Which one? The world is not enough. <laughs> the world is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like the egg shape of the world, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> so the world is an earth. <laughs> Shows what you know, Ian Fleming. <laughs> See me after. <laughs> so Le Chief says, tell me where the diamonds are, Mr. Bond, or I will launch a deadly salvo of missiles from my orbital space station right into every capital city you've ever heard of. <laughs> Name them all. Name them and they shall die, Mr. Bond. But then James Bond notices that the train is heading towards a tunnel. Right, right. But Le Chief is facing away from the tunnel, so he doesn't see. Oh, God. And then James Bond says... Um, uh, something like, <laughs> looks like you're about to have tunnel vision, Le Chief. And the Chief goes, what what, what? What, what, what? what does that even mean? And then he gets hit by a tunnel. Where's the black girl? Uh, I forgot what happened to that. <laughs> they sped past the hill, so that that was like a momentary She missed a shot. Danger. Yeah, I like the way that if she's shooting him from a long distance, he could do a racist joke saying, oh, look at Wesley Snipes over there. There you go. Uh, yeah. Is that what's actually <laughs> happening in the trailer? Le Chief's not actually in the trailer, is he? No. Oh, right. You don't see the bad guy. In... Oh, you do a bit later on, but he's not on the train. Okay. But I, I'd like I'd like it if Le Chief was okay, there. Because yeah. he's my favourite one. Because he cries little bits of blood and he dabs at his eyes. Does he the... cry little bits of blood or do they come out in big arcs like a, like a 1980s <laughs> Like squirts, like squirting out <laughs> all Even when he's like sort of just looked up a little bit and he's got a little bit of something in his eyes. Like, <laughs> I think he's got a bullet in his brain that might, might be a different one. Okay. I'm not sure. And he doesn't sleep. He goes in a special machine. <laughs> this must be really satisfying to loads of James Bond fans listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Jaws, whoever the one with the bowler hat was. I think it was Jaws. No, it's like when you had to listen to us talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, the instant after Le Chief gets hit by the tunnel, um, the camera pans down into the tunnel and then it comes back out the other side of the tunnel and does the tunnel turn into Le Chief's crying eye in a graphic yeah and that sort of orbits the camera oh but first the camera points at James Bond through like a, like a hole and then James Bond like shoots shoots the person who's looking at the camera is and it us? All, all blood comes down from the top is of the it screen. 3D the bullet comes oh, out yeah, no, like, it's, oh! it's James Bond 3D okay and then this this theme tune plays. I've brought a piano <laughs> along. <laughs> and I've, I've been practicing. We, we, have, we have stepped up the technology stakes today. <laughs> I've got... Because go, um, no one's written a Skyfall theme tune yet. They're still trying to find someone to write it for them. And I thought I'd enter in my effort. No, it's Adele, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
So I've been practicing this for about 15 minutes. So bear with me. It's going to go something like this. It goes. Skyfall. Skyfall. <laughs> oh, best James Bond film <laughs> I've ever seen. Skyfall. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I've done. <laughs> How was that for a feature? Did you like that one? Yeah, it was pretty good. I like the music in the trailer. It was like, vroom. it was a bit wobble, 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 yeah. wobble, jobber, jobber. Yeah. Skyfall, Skyfall. <laughs> it's in 3D, so you're gonna get an eyeful or bullet. <laughs> yeah, it's Dizzy Rascal. Yeah. Really. <laughs> no, get, don't knock over my trifle. <laughs> and the Eiffel Tower, like Grace Jones in a view to a kill. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the three words that rhyme with, with uh, Skyfall, aren't they? Um, I, don't I upset fall. me on my wife, will kill you. <laughs> rifle. I'll Rifle. shoot you with my rifle. Yeah, mess with me and Wifled. you'll be eating rifles. <laughs> That's a reference to other musical forms. <laughs> I think we should write, come back with a better one. This is the worst. <laughs> In this next one, we do sort of mention Steve's catchphrase, but it's a bit confused, so I don't know what's really going on. But it is a lovely feature. I forgot the thing I, I usually say at the start of all of my... Fe- now it's like Steve's got- regular feature. Steve's gym rules. Have you got a catchphrase? Have yeah. you been working a catchphrase? It's really, this? it's really subtle. I always say, now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Or do I say my regular? Well, feature? I don't know. You're the one with the fucking catchphrase. Okay, but now it's time for my regular feature, Steve's gym rules. This is because Matt uh, joined uh, the gym recently. It's not any gym. It's my gym. It's the gym that I go to. And well, Matt's- I mean, I've been to the gym before as well. I think we were going to the gym at the same time before you joined, when we were both on the free pass. Matt basically wants to cop an eyeful on my dick. <laughs> I, w- I will say that this gym, I was a member of this gym while you were on day passes, but you wouldn't know about it because I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay 50 quid a month to, to not bother. <laughs> Flash your membership card around. Well, yes. That's what, I think that's where we're going. We're going aren't we? <laughs> right. Um, this is rule number one. Are these specifically for me? Yeah, these are for you. Okay, thanks. Because um, these... Because now that we're going to the gym together, getting changed together and showering together, right, yeah. I think we just need to just lay down some ground rules. There are separate showers in this gym. Okay, rule one. Do what? I get a say in this, by the way, because it's my gym too, or is it just you two? No, this is between... Because I, I, I worry that uh, physical um, closeness, naked closeness of two good friends, such as myself and Matt, right. might uh, create some awkward situations. Yeah, yeah. Keep right. Tension. Um, I don't really see how you come into Point taken. <laughs> <laughs> if you did come into that situation, I think it would just be even more awkward. Basically, no, go, it, on, go on, maybe go less on. awkward. I'm just saying, it'd enjoy be really, your feature, boys. I'll just sit here and tut. It'll be really weird if I saw Matt's penis, but looking at your penis is like it's like a stranger to me. <laughs> it's like it's just a strange man with his dick out. Would it, would it be would it be a stranger if I ran up to you and slapped it on your cheeks? Because <laughs> I need to break down this wall between us. Two. <laughs> Come on, guys. You've, you've got to learn to put aside your differences and just accept each other's genitals. Okay, well, maybe, Log, you, you can you can listen to the rules, but not necessarily obey them. I, may I chip in but not fully participate? Yes. Okay, I'll chip yes. in. It's like dogging. Right. Okay, rule number one. Wipe down the machine. If I'm using the exercise machine after you, please remember to wipe it down. There's nothing more disgusting than a sweaty exercise machine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, well, I usually put a towel down on, on the machine That's before good. I start. Good, well... But I'm not planning on using any machines to begin with. I'm just going to keep it swim, you know what I'm saying? Rule That's, number two. Actually, putting it putting a towel down on the machine is more as a statement of sweaty intent. Mm. Yeah, it's I don't know. Down. I just copy what people do in the gym. People do that. I've oh, seen right. it happen. Okay. Do not use adjacent showers. There are eight available showers in the changing rooms. I suggest that whenever possible, we avoid using adjacent showers. Well, Though the glass is frosted. It's frosted, yeah. There is a chance that as I turn, my bell end whips around and streaks along the glass, defogging oh, right, yeah. it just long enough for you to be able to crouch down and peer into my cubicle for a crafty wet wank. 
you filthy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, because it is because it's frosted, you can only see silhouettes. Even even when you get that pressing against glass thing, where you get a momentary perfect view, you don't think you get that with frost. But what if I press my balls against the glass? Well, I don't know. We'd have to see what happens. No, obviously. we won't have to see what <laughs> happens because you're going to obey the rules. But no, but I think also if I was to kind of stop bending down and putting my tongue on the glass and having a crafty wet wank, then you'd be able to see that because frosted glass is very clear with silhouettes. I mean, you can see the man next to you but what if, naked, but you by can't that point, see I've, his knob. I've turned around and I've pressed my anus against the glass. I won't be able to see what you're doing. <laughs> what, if you're, yeah. what if you're winching yourself up the glass with your buttocks? <laughs> All right, yeah, we, just, we, won't, we won't do it, I promise. I'll, I'll keep away from your cubicle. If you do want to check out someone's dick in those... <laughs> may I recommend the two, one of the two cubicles on the right-hand side? Because the second one from the far wall... Right. Has, it doesn't have a working mechanism on the soap dispenser... So you'll often find the lid sort of has been taken off mm. and people have been dipping their hands in yeah, and scooping, scooping out. Yeah, it's a bit that's, weird, that, That's it? what you want, a palm full of soap, if you're going to have a wet wank. And oh, look, right. the frosting between that glass and the compartment closest to the wall, <laughs> virtually glass. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, you, well you, you can there. definitely make out the outline of a cock. Well, that's it. I mean, usually it's just the rough silhouette that gives you a, a faint idea of how big their knob is. Rule Any size knob is enough to wank over. <laughs> 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 I don't know how these things work, I'll be honest. Um, Rule number three, um, let's split the swimming lane. If we are the only two swimmers in our lane, we should each take a side yeah, rather no. than using the prescribed clockwise well, that, system. That is, I mean, that's something I do, kind of, it's a silent thing I've done with people in the past where you, mm. you might not stop them and go, oh, I've got an idea, but just generally I figure you kind of get into a zone. It's really annoying, actually, when you do that and you're like, I'm just going to take a side, and they continue to do it, and you're like, come on, this isn't... This is not rocket science. Well, so this, this, this is quite a plain rule I invented to sort of yeah. act as a buffer between the really rude ones. And I well, wasn't I really that's... expecting us to talk about it that <laughs> much. That's helpful, though, because I, I can use that with other people who aren't you. Good, okay. Thanks. Steve. <laughs> Comic pacing. <laughs> right. Rule number four. No talking while we change. We should try to change in silence to minimise the risk of my balls being inadvertently sucked into your mouth as you inhale before saying a big word, like a sexy tractor beam. <laughs> That would be embarrassing for both of us, but especially me, as I really think I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> that seems reasonable. I mean, it's kind of got, it's got a good out, out, like, layout, the changing room there, you know? It's kind of got this, this sort of snake shape, which means there are lots of corners you can hide in. That's true. And I'm always a hidey corner man. But within every snaky elbow, there is a, a window. Uh, right, not yeah. a window, Waiting sorry. to get out. <laughs> There's a, there is a mirror. And yes. it's, I mean, that's it's, mental. Why would you do that? Why would you break this this secrecy um, kind of snake with 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 reflections? If you angle, if you look, if you stand in the right position, you can see every inch of that changing room just by light bouncing around it, like projecting a penis that is fifty meters away. It would be a great location for a puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I think that this is you know, it's one of those occasions. I do always just try and stand in a little corner by the lockers. I think I think changing rooms are one of those examples. Those 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 things where the, the phrase "if you've got it, flaunt it" is is not appropriate. It's always weird watching people just wander around. It's always it about. it's always the old guys. Yeah, They're it is fucking weird. shameless. Mm. They're just like, look at my old man. Oh. Whereas I, I still do this thing, and I don't know if it's just something I picked up when I was a kid, um, but I still do this thing where I'm trying to swap the towel for the pants. You feel like a, a shit kind of a magician. You're like trying to go away and just, just be like, well, I don't, I don't have a problem with showing my gentle stranger, but I just don't feel like that I should just be so flagrant and go, hey, there's my knob. I'm afraid of um, drawing attention to myself by being so visibly well, yeah, prudish. Yeah, I know. I s- and if people go, look, that guy's trying to change without dropping his towel... Let's, let's have they a look. Think let's think he's got a really small yes. Let's yeah. start clapping when we see his arse. <laughs> so I'm just trying to just... I, I drop the towel and I get them on as quickly as possible. Or even when you're being completely nonchalant and just getting changed. Just, just get him a cock out briefly while I do this. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, always, no, it's no big thing, so stop making out like it is. <laughs> it is a big thing. <laughs> oh, right. If oh, you I know do. what I mean. Okay, can I... I mean my no, penis... Do go on. Do go on. ...is yeah. large. Zoom in, enhance detail. Go on. It's... Is the bell end bigger than the base? No, it's it's actually very well proportioned. <laughs> very well proportioned. Uh, nice. anyway, anyway, so what I was going to say is those towels that they give you there. I mean, we went into. The, I mean, I'm a larger gentleman, but they, the, the, I, the concept of folding a towel into itself so that it stays around you. Yes, I'm of the. Those towels are of the sort of the. Yeah, they don't quite the length, work, do they? And I am of the girth. 
where that works for about 10 seconds before it snaps off and flies across the room (laughs) (laughs) into the face of an unsuspecting man. (laughs) Which luckily stops him seeing my cock. (laughs) And I've got got 10 seconds of him to wrestle with it to get all my clothes on and run screaming from the changing rooms. (laughs) I've still got this weird shame from being a school kid and just being like, "Don't, don't get your cock out. But now it's fine. I'm not really worried about that. I get my cock out all the time, every night. I think it's just... I I don't remember the point in my childhood when I was not embarrassed to get my cock out, but I think... I just imagine if someone was walking down the street with their cock out, you go, oh, fucking hell, he's got his cock out. And, yeah. I, and that kind of... That's the stigma, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's a stigma. <laughs> there is. <laughs> it is. It's very strange. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any more tips for me, Steve? I've got one more tip. That's uh, tip number five. No bumming. <laughs> okay, it is no secret. <laughs> it's just... just... It's, anywhere in the gym or just everywhere? Well, let me go. Let me, All right, sorry. It is no secret that we both enjoy bumming, Matt. <laughs> but under no circumstances may you gaze lustfully at my buttocks as my towel falls to the floor at my feet. And as my cheeks glisten with beads of hot, anticipatory sweat, you must never <laughs> whip your own towel away to reveal your engorged member before striding purposefully towards <laughs> me and growling, get ready for the bumming of your life, Steve. But before I can answer, you are already upon me. <laughs> I gasp. What are you doing, Matt? I explicitly said no bumming. But before I can protest further, you've come all up in my guts. And <laughs> and Jolene by Dolly Parton was playing on the radio, and I can never listen to it again without crying. Um, I, I think I should be able to stick to that rule without too many bums. Okay. Right, in this final one, the catchphrase is all over the fucking place. I don't know what he was playing at, but it's a really good story about a time that me and Steve went undercover at a castle in Cardiff. And now it's time for my regular feature, the strip to Wales that oh, I had dear. on the long bank holiday weekend. What was it? It was good. I'd never been to Wales before. I'd driven through Wales. I had been driven through Wales and uh, I never saw much of it, but I went to Cardiff. <laughs> that's the Welsh that's a, name. That's a, <laughs> to give it to I Wales. thought you were. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was an impression of the Cardiff frog. <laughs> That's an actual. It's very good. And I went with uh, with Gav and Log. Log was there as well. You came down on a train. We went on the National Express coach. Bit scum. Because we scum. <laughs> I can't help it if I demand luxury and everything. <laughs> so I think the first people that I saw in Wales, apart from um, your friend who we were staying with, yeah, um, were the people on the train into Cardiff. We were staying just outside Cardiff. Yeah, uh, and. They looked like they'd been coming from a football match or going to a football match, but there was no football match on. And <laughs> but no, I, I found out there was actually there was like the last day of the season for rugby on apparently. Oh, but yeah. I mean, the kickoff wasn't until like four o'clock. We went into Cardiff about half ten. Yeah, it was half ten in the morning, and there was a guy. <laughs> this is amazing. Just swigging from a bottle of rosé <laughs> <laughs> with a lot That's of his it. friends. So manly, they don't need to drink a manly yeah. drink. He was wearing like a. Pink really pink well. t-shirt yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I love about Wales. It's such a burly country. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, we don't give a fuck. We'll drink rosé on the train in a pink t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. I think that's... Uh, and to hell with everyone. The acceptance <laughs> that you're drinking a girly drink, you don't give a shit about it. It's yeah. like the, the ultimate level of manhood. Well, the thing is, I said, like, the thing is, if I was gay, which I'm not, I wouldn't mind if you caught it. It's not an insult. I am a big, burly, sexy Welshman. <laughs> that's, that's lovely. Welsh people are really nice like that, I found. Why are you wearing a dress? Oh, um, so I uh, we I'm went to Cardiff ages. Castle. Sorry, am I well, spoiling? We skip ahead to Cardiff Castle. That's yeah, where that's we good. ended up going um, for my first bit of tourism Tourism's in Cardiff. Um, and they had like a dressing up corner, and uh, sort of Gav decided that he would decide what I was going to wear. <laughs> that sounds like Gav. <laughs> And then I, I love and he dressed you, me up as yeah. a woman, and I said, "Gav, what are you going to wear?" And he said, "I'm not dressing up in anything." <laughs> I dressed him up as a, um, I dressed him up as a historical Welsh woman. So I know. he had like the hat, with he the had big, like the, the little big dress tall thing. Hat. I yeah. saw it was incredible. Um, you had to actually for the for the Facebook photo. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yes, definitely. There was an amazing <laughs> the little moment though where we walked through, and like the place that I dressed him up was like the place where you went to pick up your audio tours. So right. it was basically full of people all the time. And they just had these, we noticed on the way in, they had all these dress up things there. As we went into, and you, they make you watch this little film, which is a fucking disgrace. But then afterwards <laughs> I said, oh, I'm going to dress you up. <laughs> like as soon as you finish this tour. Oh, by the way, get, you're getting dressed way, up. I should have mentioned this I'm going to dress you up as a woman. Because I, I had to go. I had That's to, why we're here. I had to leave Steve for a couple of hours to go get a tattoo. So I said, oh, Steve, we need to rush, man. He's like, what are you in a rush for? I was like, oh, God, God, 
dress you up. <laughs> and then I walked out. I said to that guy, oh, mate, do you mind if I just uh, dress my friend up in uh, these typical Welsh clothes? And he went, you got so excited because obviously nobody was doing it. And he, he was like, yeah, 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 of course, man. <laughs> so, have a no, go, have a go. No, you never said man. He said, called you sir. Oh, he sir. was very professional. Okay, good. And we've got to come back to that, man, because he is, uh, he is amazing. He was a linchpin of our... Uh, but <laughs> as I was dre- the, the best thing about dressing up is as I was dressing up, all these people, like a lot of foreign people as well, were just standing there waiting for their audio Not tours. one of them cracked a smile. <laughs> no. As they watched a, a fully grown man, <laughs> i.e. me, ridiculing the national dress of the country they had come to visit, <laughs> being dressed by <laughs> another fully grown man. You had to clarify man. that you were a fully grown man. Yeah, just in people case sometimes it. accuse me of not being. Oh, <laughs> when I dress up, like I mean, a you were woman. standing, you were standing next to me, and I'm quite the man. That is true. So, but that didn't register any any Nothing. emotion. Fuck all. Like, even when we were doing like, because Steve did, a, I did one nice shot, and then Steve started doing a lot of sexy ones. The sexy ones will go up on the Facebook. Um, and even when that, no one thought, no, yeah. nothing. Probably. I was sort of really? raining it in a bit as well, because there were like children around. I wanted to do a full on, look at my big Welsh tits pose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This reminds you of your mama, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I've been using Foursquare quite a bit lately. It's a really fun social network. I'm, I'm hooked on it. <laughs> That's your yeah. payment check for the month sorted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, um, so I checked into, into Cardiff Castle. I was looking through some of the some of the uh, some of the uh, tips. People can leave tips on locations that you go to. Things like looks bigger on the outside. There's one, obviously, someone Five. either a Doctor Who. Someone reference. disappointed about the size of oh, a maybe failed Doctor Who because it is Cardiff, the city of Doctor Who. Yeah, well, I think when you're on the outside, you can't see the end of every corner. But once you're on the inside, you're surrounded by it, so it does seem smaller. Yeah. And true. also, there's a certain width to the walls that you've got to take into account when you're inside. <laughs> it doesn't seem like as big as it was on the outside. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. So two things about you, Jake. <laughs> about your little tip. Uh, someone said, try the museum. It's free. And someone else said, skip the movie. And we didn't skip the movie. We oh. sat, we I'm glad sat we watched it, though. It was absolute bullshit. It was but good. I'm glad we watched it. <laughs> was it lies? We were fucking pissing ourselves all the way through it. It was a story of a girl who found a book about yeah. the history oh, of Cardiff Castle know, and yeah. she was running around modern day Cardiff and as she unfolded the pages and read about it Shit parts of history down. kept coming to life around her like so fucking terrified her mm. it was I don't know why she continued reading yeah, that's such what, was her love of history that's what he said in the middle of it why does she keep turning the pages <laughs> during this eight minute film which we got bored of after about 40 seconds <laughs> so then I read this tip from Matt H it says Great Castle, tour ruined because Dean the tour guide is a patronising tosser. Whoa. <laughs> that was the first thing we saw when we got in there. So like, whoa. Like, That's amazing. They've named him as well. Yeah. Dean the tour guide. Oh, was that the same Dean? So we were like, we have to find Dean the tour oh, guide. Man. He's like, he sounds amazing. <laughs> he walked into like the manor wing where they had all like mm. the proper, where the family of the castle used to live. Yeah. And um, there was a guy there. He looked a bit patronising, and he did patronise me He's pretty about bringing coffee, coffee yeah. in. So you can't bring coffee in. It's like, okay, that must be Dean. But he had a Brian name tag. Yeah. Wasn't him. I hope you left a comment about. Oh, forget about Dean. It's this Brian kind of given. By this point, before like we'd even tried to meet Dean, I already left a comment about Dean saying, <laughs> "Great castle," but seriously, what the fuck is Dean's problem? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Before, like, we'd even uh, dreamed that we might oh, even... Oh, man, I, see, I don't see that sort of thing because I've got a gab filter on Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, so we came across, there was this, uh, a nice, a lovely lady uh, tour guide who was giving a... She wasn't giving a tour at the, at the oh, time. Oh, no, no, we, we met another guy first. We saw another tour guide first, though. Remember that little young oh, one? yes. So, so we, were, we were like, this has got to be Dean. He was talking in Dean. such a patronising so little twat. I've got a recording of him, actually. I should awesome. have played the recording of this yeah, the yeah. really patronising tour guide that we thought was Dean. And you'll think... You'll understand, you'll How many patronising tour guides has this place got? Fucking loads. At least two. <laughs> Are you sure you're not mistaking <laughs> someone telling you information for patronising Well, behavior? you can be the judge, huh? Well, okay, you listen cool. to the way he tells it. They also made the table. Five hundred thousand pounds now. Considered unusual because the hole in the table, the two middle pieces come apart, and there's a pedestal underneath that you can raise higher or lower. Any guesses as to what I might be for? It's not an umbrella, is it? No. It's difficult. I would blame you for not getting it. Before the family would do to eat, they would tell the gardener. 
so that as you had your cheese board and your wine after your meal, you could just reach up and pick a fresh grape for grapevine and throw out to the table. Well, I never. Well, I never. Grapes on the middle of the table. But tell them the best bit about that bit of the story, though. Is you just read that bit. There's like an information oh, sheet. Oh, it, yeah. it was almost the best recording ever. Yeah. <laughs> As he was telling people about, when he asked people, does anyone know why the hole was in the middle of the table? I was reading a a uh, a piece of paper on a, on a table, not the table, uh, which said, oh, the <laughs> hole in the middle of the table is used uh, to string grapevine through. <laughs> and I almost said, uh, was it the string grapevine through? <laughs> <laughs> if you'd said that, it would be the best day ever. Been. I mean, it pretty much was the best day ever. But I've just latched on shit. to the idea, imagine how cool it would be to go on one of these tour things and just follow it round, go all the way round with it at every stage, but whenever they ask any question, like, no, oh, why answer. do you think there's a hole in the table here? Just go, couldn't couldn't fucking give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be better <laughs> if that was the just, answer. Just but, do the tour once, nah. then go back with another tour. I just like the idea like, going, honestly, mate, I don't fine, give a shit. Honestly, couldn't care less. But then continue to follow it around and just just for the whole time <laughs> being like listening. Can't give a shit, mate. Don't stuff. care. You'd, you'd wreck it for some like old people or something. Yeah, that's why it's funny, Gav. <laughs> you need to like, get your fucking. If you ever head do that, out. I'm going to wait in a Welsh castle. I'm going to wait until I'm seventy. Over. <laughs> Whoa! I'm wait until I'm seventy years old and dress like a real proper professor and go there and say, "No, I think you're wrong there." That's, that's so if someone can <laughs> yes. poke his bum up and men can stick their grapes into the bum. A little chocolatey dip. <laughs> have like a little pipe. Good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> and just wait in the next room for him to walk in and say, oh, oh, I'm glad you came. Now this room is a whole different kettle of fish. Whatever it is, it's a lying McLiar. <laughs> well, then we found a lovely, lovely lady um, who was... Serena. Karina. Uh, Serena. Serena. Yeah. Like, but everyone calls her Dean. <gasps> No, oh, is, is that, it a twist? That, that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been really well, instead, what happened was um, uh, Gav asked her, it's like, oh, we're looking for Dean. No, is I asked it... her if that guy was Dean, because the oh, guy yeah. we thought was Dean didn't have a name badge on. So Gav said, oh, is that guy Dean? Um, and she goes, no, no, that's, that's not Dean. Oh, we're looking for Dean because uh, we've heard he's like the best tour guide. <laughs> oh, and she oh, said, man. Oh, mm. <laughs> She's kind of paused. And it's like, <laughs> she gave us oh, a little okay. face and was like, uh, that's not correct. <laughs> that's probably not right. Um, and it's like, oh, I think he might be up in, uh, she called it like IC, IC like the interactive yeah. center of not the, intensive care. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out the last tour didn't think he was the best tour <laughs> yeah, guy. He's, he's so he stabbed him. <laughs> um, and then. Then she started speaking Welsh. Well, I said, I, we, I thought we were walking off. So what? I said, so I said, uh, which is uh, thank you very much. And then she obviously saw that I could speak Welsh and then started then imparting a lot of like secret information on me, which happens quite a lot in Welsh. Like in Wales. <laughs> wow. like, it's like a secret club. Language well, of secrets. Yeah. Ah, you're Welsh. Let me tell you everything. So, um, so she started then speaking to me about, about Dean in, in Welsh, obviously. Right. She was like, oh, well, the thing is, he is really good, but um, he does tend to go on on tangents a little bit. And some people like it, but a lot of people don't. And we do get... A lot of complaints about him. <laughs> and she was like, so, I mean, sometimes, he, you know, sometimes people do like it, but pretty much 100% of the time, people do not like him. In my mind, this is like in Dungeons and Dragons adventure where one person can read Elven yeah. runes and they're getting all this information. Steve, all Steve, while everyone else yeah. is standing around going, Steve was just standing there and he was just like, what did she say? I was like, it was all about you, mate. Cutting you off. Did Steve try and make a roll to understand the Welsh? I was looking at old council documents from the 19th century. The problem is you put all your stat points in completely the wrong place. Yeah, reading old um, so then from her then we found out a little bit more about him it's we awesome because like, we felt like we were getting closer like yeah. he's a man yeah. who knows it was like we were solving a mystery yeah we know someone who knows this is and like, especially, I was I was especially glad about this because I paid 30 pence for this animal book thing and you meant to find all the animals and I was doing pretty shit at the book <laughs> <laughs> well then so we went to IC right we wandered around interactive centre maybe interactive centre say it's what they yeah. say so. Um, where that's where they have the film, mm. and you get you can pick up your audio guides there. It's basically as well. meant to be the first place you go. It wasn't the first place we were. Right. Uh, okay. Um, it was the audio guides. This is where you got dressed up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So we're, we're back here. It's like the visitor center in Jurassic Park. We didn't Except dress up till after we finished. Yeah. Um, so we <laughs> saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> it is actually. I've just <laughs> thought about this. Right. I've just thought about this. The center in Jurassic Park. Right. It's, it's where you're supposed to go first. Right. And obviously, in in the context of the film. That makes sense because they kind of go, holy fuck, guys, 
dinosaurs. Yeah. That's just... But <laughs> if you actually were visiting that park, right, and you didn't know what Jurassic Park was and the film was, it wasn't a film, it was an actual park, yeah. how fucked off would you be if you've travelled to this island and the reason you're there is because it's like, hey guys, it's a fucking island full of dinosaurs. And you get there and like, well, we just want you to come watch this film in the visitor center first, you'd be like, oh, fuck off. Like, there are dinosaurs out. I know, but in the film, Mm. it makes sense because it's like... Yeah, but they don't want you to... Exposition. uh, Yeah, but they don't want you to fucking blow your load. Like, we had a pretty... I'd be blowing my load dinosaurs. We had a pretty strict plan for how we were going to look at the castle. It was like, right, we'll look at the trebuchet, then we're going to look at the World War II bit. Yeah, the trebuchet is just a bit of wood. It's not a dinosaur. the actual keep of the castle until last, because that's the most exciting bit. Yeah. So we looked at everything else first and then went to it. Are you telling me if I said to you now there's a dinosaur in that room, right? Well, you reckon a keep's better a than a live dinosaur? Yeah. And I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. Uh, I'll stand by that till the day I die. It wasn't a functioning trebuchet. It wasn't, and you couldn't, oh, even, you couldn't play, even do anything play. with it. It yeah. wasn't slinging was anything. Was there a nubliette? Yeah. Did you look in a nubliette? It wasn't a nubliette. Fuck it. Back we've, got a, we've got a functional dinosaur next door, right? And like, a living one. But hang on, it's like when you go to the gorillas exhibition at London Zoo. Yeah. And you just, when you, you walk through the dark for a bit, reading a bit about gorillas, and then you see, then yeah, you have the, the cum shot, the gorilla money <laughs> shot, as it were. Yeah, if you've seen loads of gorillas just wanking and feeding off each other's bum holes yeah you don't want to then read a plaque about where they came from exactly. yeah. no how majestic they are <laughs> yeah. oh the majestic I think gorilla different wanking with on ever it was a majestic outside mate I think what it would be with dinosaurs your first thing you come to this island you've probably travelled for hours it's probably been a really horrible journey and all that and then you get there first helicopter. thing yeah well to be fair, not you everyone, saw them all from the helicopter not everyone can afford a helicopter ride over there can they that you was have just to a, have a helicopter there why? Because there's no airport there. There's no function airport on Island Nubler. The boats. The boats. Island Jurassic Park 2 there's an airport. That's the other island. Yeah, that's, the other that's, island. Not, that's, that's where they breed them, then they take them to Island yeah, Nubler. Of course, of course sorry, you have sorry. an airport on the island where they breed them. Yeah. Well, you have to, <laughs> get, you makes... have to get in there. The doctors need to get in there. But, you know, you just want to see the dinosaurs, but then it'd be different because it wouldn't be like, oh, I've seen the gorilla, let's read about them. In this, it'd be like, you'd see dinosaurs and you'd go, and after you'd seen them, you'd go, holy fuck, they're dinosaurs. <clears> and then you'd be like, how have they done this? And then you'd be like, well, watch this video. And you'd be no. like, oh. no. I'd rather have the information before seeing it. No, yeah, well, I watched you a TED you Talk going there on the to bus. See dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, you just watched a TED Talk online before you went, right? And then just look it's at dinosaurs. A big fucking a door for one. <laughs> wow. Also, that might not have been part of the tour because the tour, he was like, oh, we haven't really nailed this down yet. We don't really want to. Yeah, probably cut it. that because it was a dry I don't run. Respond well oh, to well, it. that was a whole revolving auditorium giving you glimpses of the cinema screen and the maps. They were there on a dry run. It was the first people to do the tour. They actually, yeah. How many would that, one, how many would that seat? And two, they've actually got a lab there. That's The scientists with all flash photography, they're going to be like, oh, fuck off. I'm trying to do dinosaurs here, you know? Well, if you're doing flash photography through a glass, you're a twat anyway. Yeah, I mean, people are twats, that's the problem. Anyway, back to Cardiff. So. We spotted this guy uh, handing out the audio tour guides in the IC centre and immediately we both knew because the lady had given us a description of his, he said he's yeah. tall, maybe in his late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And um, I kept pressing her for more information. She was like, I was like, oh, uh, what's he look like? She was, oh, he's quite tall. Uh, like, how old do you think he is? <laughs> she was like, oh, well, he's like early 30s, like, uh, late 30s, early 40s. What kind of hair has he got? <laughs> it's like a fucking game of guess who. I was like, where does he has, live? Has he yeah. any brothers or sisters? Because he didn't have a Dean name badge on. We were like, well, he's definitely. You could have been a killer, an assassin. Um, mm. So we rocked up to Dean. Yeah. We wanted some audio guides. Wow. <laughs> Even though we'd done half the tour already. <laughs> right. And uh, so I don't know what the best way to introduce this is. I'm going to say it up front that Dean wasn't immediately an arsehole to us, which is what we both wanted. Dean to just be, say, no, you're not getting any audio guys. I don't like the yeah. look of you, and then start talking about a castle. I'm gonna put it out. I, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. As soon as we talk to him, I whisper to Steve. Wish I hadn't put that tip on Foursquare about him being a cunt. Now he really did. Oh wow! Because he wasn't horrible straight did away. Did you remove it? I don't know. What no, wait, wait. <laughs> Steve said straight away, well, I think he's going to be horrible soon. Oh, no, he's not horrible. So, I, I, he, he never turned out to be horrible, but he is a certain personality type, and you can pick up on it through the recording that I made. If I had to, if I do, an actual, if I do an actual tour with him, the tip I would have been, I would have stood by, I reckon. Hi, guys, English? Uh, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, Wales. Okay. Okay. Sorry? Where are you from? Just outside um, Cardiff, called Panath. The reason I asked you that is for the language I need uh, for this, you see. Right. Because as you can see, there's a, a number of languages, but not all. So I tried to work out. Can I have a Welsh? Of course you can. Steal the English. Absolutely. Do you know what? I don't keep any Welsh. Really? I've asked loads of Welsh. Can I do a Welsh? No, I'll have an English. 
So uh, it's a shame, really, because um, cost a fortune to have a squelch in here, and nobody wants it. Cost a fortune. Yeah, because you've got to get a Welsh translator do it really properly, yeah. not just someone learning Welsh, a world Welsh speaker, to do it properly, and it cost a fortune. Because we've got to get it in properly, we're local authorities, we've got to be belt and braces. We've had people working here who are Welsh speakers, they can't translate for us. They've got to be a professional translator. Right then, red for stop, choose a number, green for go. Red for stop, choose a number, green for go. Signage in the castle. Brilliant, okay. fantastic. Right. Sandwich in the castle. Signage. Signage in the castle. Signage in the castle. He's slightly, he slightly patronising because when well, I said to him, oh, can I have a Welsh one? He's like, yeah, we don't get many Welsh ones. Um, and it's strange because we have to spend a lot of money. And I went, really? And then he went, yeah, because what you don't understand is uh, you have to get it translated by a proper translator. I can tell you now, Dean, I did understand that. Like, no, that's I, that's I, one of the first that's things That's a fucking imagine. given, you He's, stupid twat. Yeah, I can immediately tell. You can't just have a Welsh uh, learner to do it. Really? Because would they you? wouldn't know all the words, you stupid to... little shit. The problem is with that guy is you can tell that he's the sort of guy who has a thought about something and goes, huh, that's interesting. And then rather than just letting that thought pass back into his brain to be popped up when it needs to come out next, he just stores it like mm. a salvo of ammo. Yeah. And then as soon as he gets the opportunity to fire it at someone, regardless of how relevant it is, he just will. He yeah. just saves up all of his thoughts as projections. I like, he has his inbuilt catchphrase. Red for stop, choose a number, green, green for, for go. go. Red for stop, Choose a number, green, green for, for go. Signage, Signage in, in the, the castle. castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's worked as a chat line. I don't know if you guys tried that, but man, that really. He wasn't. I mean, he wasn't incredibly patronising, but there was we were, what, there was one thing that I happened. could see. He'd, he'd fuck people off, right? And we we watched we watched basically. You watch this eight minute film, which is fucking bullshit, and filmed by like A level students. The film. So this is a really long window, maybe like a really feet long, long window. Yeah, yeah. And with a the, massive like screen, projected screen. Down, yeah. It's like IMAX, a really wide IMAX. Yeah, it's like Welsh IMAX. Welsh IMAX. <laughs> it's like eight foot. <laughs> so Dean brought us all in there and he said, um, so basically the screen comes down on a blind and it's in front of a window that opens out into the majestic view You've seen of this the castle. Here, yeah. oh, I've been in there, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know, um, I know all about these, these things as well because I've had a go on these audio guides. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dean says, as soon as the blind begins to raise, please make your way towards the end of the room. Exit through the wooden doors, please, if you wouldn't mind, as soon as you can. Is that okay? Fair right. Very particular. And when the uh, so when the when the film ended, <clears throat> and the blind started coming up, and the music was was sort of lifting yeah. as well. And I thought, hold on, the point is that you've watched this film about the castle and the history of Cardiff. Now you get a view. Now yes. you get it opens to this majestic view, and you go from the dark. Yes. Sort of confines of a cinema setting to this beautiful, and it would never look more splendorous no. from anywhere else. It was massive. It was just a wall of windows. Yeah. Uh, was, and, and Dean was in as soon as it was no more yeah. than halfway up, and you couldn't even begin to see the bottom of the castle. He was like, and he, actually, he didn't say to tell him to leave, but he was, uh, he was a presence, an unerring presence. He did it. I, d- I did Remember say... I told you, like, as, w- as we left, like, he was like, yeah. Guys at the end, he was yeah. like, because oh, there were some guys obviously hanging around because they, Enjoying re- they the realized view. what we didn't know. They, that was their first stop. We'd seen everything that there was mm, sure at this point. But um, then he was like, "Oh, guys, uh, do you mind please getting out of the room because I have to bring the next group in." Like, as if people are banging on the door, going, I'm "Fucking see this Welsh IMAX film!" <laughs> <laughs> like but he, Welsh IMAX. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a little um, room with a screen. <laughs> but like, I mean, I would have enjoyed Cardiff Castle anyway. But I don't know. It gave us a little mission. Like it was like a little mystery to solve. That was it, good. Did, it made it like a million times better. It only would have been better if he had it turned out to be a genuine arsehole yeah, yeah. rather than just made up one in our heads. An irritant. He's clearly just an irritant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if we'd gone on a tour with him, as I said. Oh, I would have fucking hated it. You probably would have oh, killed yeah, him, definitely. Gav. I did like there was at one point where Steve said, "Oh, I quite like, quite like that thing." It just Gav turned to me and looked and shook his head as if to go, "Oh, what's your fucking mum like, eh? She's a mentor." <laughs> <laughs> it was proper. Like, I feel like what, what's going on this weekend? It wasn't guys? a good film, but there was one awesome video which we pretty much high five doing it. It's a bit where like a girl runs into a boy and then they get on a bus and then onto the bus. Guess it's like sort of because uh, it's basically going through the the ages from like I'm fucking. Like ages, <laughs> something BC, something BC, from like then to now, and it's like it's like a 1920s family get on with like a sort of awful dodger kid and sits down, and um, this this girl gets on, she's quite hot, about the same age as the guy and the girl, and uh, sits down, and the guy sort of looks at her and he's like, "What's up, what's up, baby? How you living, girl?" And the girl like, with the history book gives gives a little sulky look, like, "Yeah, 
and I was like, just, just that's it. There's a slight overtone of romance between the two. Yeah, no, like was jealousy. Never, she never was touched on again. Pissed off, yeah. man. Like, yeah, that was fun. That would have we, we both that, liked that. The ending of that film would have been immensely improved if it just was them rotting. Just him just fucking fingering her on the back of the castle. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. If the blinds open, then it was just those two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted us out so quick. He was like, please get out, because those two fucking love fingering each other. <laughs> By the, the trebuchet. They, 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 I was just say fucking in the trebuchet and it catapults them against the window and they're rubbing against it. And they've been doing that for 400 years. There we are. That was really good, isn't it? That was the best of Steve. And it wasn't really, like, it's some of his best ones, but also just ones that I really like. So if you have a favourite Steve one, tell tell him, I suppose. But we've also got some awesome news, and that the T-shirts that we've talked about for ages are actually ready. So these are T-shirts that Insert Coin Clothing have made for us. Not for free, we paid them. But there's a couple of ways you can get them. So first of all, if you just want to buy one, you can go to regularfeatures.bigcartel.com and they cost £16 with three posters in the UK. Um, if you want to be sent to somewhere outside the UK, then you put three quid, an extra three quid on, and then we'll do that. But then also, for some of the people who've been uh, patreoning us, Patreon, fucking that's not right, is it? Um, but for the people who've been supporting us like the longest and with the most money, you should check your email and you should have a voucher to get something cool. Like maybe, I think it's money off the t-shirt. I don't know. I think it's that. So you can go to regularfeatures.bigcartel.com and buy one. But if you're coming to our December show in the Canal Cafe Theatre and there's still tickets on sale, you can get one for just £10. And the way you do this is to send us £10 with what size you want via PayPal to regularfeaturespodcast at gmail.com with what size you want. It's small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large, extra, extra, extra large. And they're all men's sizes because that's the only way we could do it. But I'm sure you know if you're a lady which size to get and we'll bring a couple on the night anyway so if you get it and it's the wrong size we can always change it but if you send us £10 you can get it for just £10 if you're coming to the show which is awesome we're losing money on this shit actually yeah that's not good is it um, so yeah, t-shirts and that. And if you want to support us anyway, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash regular features or go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features, I think, and then click on our faces and buy some games and that. And um, we also want to put an awesome, awesome shout out to Joe Russell, who did a picture of us, who drew a picture of us all like in a Rat King, like Beatles revolver style drawing. And it's really, really good. It's really fucking good, actually, that we get an awesome design for a t-shirt after we've made the t-shirt. So maybe at some point in the future when we've run out of the other design, we'll put Joe Russell's on a t-shirt. Why not? We can do whatever we want. Who's going to stop us? You? I don't think so. Uh, But thank you very much for listening and come back to Regular Features next week. (laughs) 